Good day, evening, time of the day you're listening to our fine podcast. People, how's it going? Do you think there's ever more than two people listening at any one time? Mm. <laughs> Whoa. All likelihood is Whoa, no. That's deep. Hey, everybody. It's Full Spectrum Cycling, show number 130 for crying out loud. I can't believe we haven't bled every listener off we've ever had right. by now. Right. But thanks for supporting us with your ear holes and whatnot. Uh, JK. Hey, wait a second. First of all, we're in Hello. the, we're in the new, hey, there's JK over there. We're in the new, well, not quite complete studio. Yes. This is shaking off the rust of our nomadic adventures. Yeah. Yes. With, yes. Uh, yes. We're, we're running off a big ass red extension cord at this point, but, uh, I've got my yeah. little Matt Gates again. Yeah, He's back. Punch him, punch him in the face. 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 This is me. All right. So this but. is officially the podcast mke.org studio. This is no longer part of the bike shop. This is for people in Milwaukee to come and do shows and, you know, produce them here and stuff. Stuff. And such. We have all the gear. We have all good stuff. Hey, thanks to our sponsor, podcastmke.org. All right. As I was getting into it before, though, JK to my right. Hello. Hello. Mr. Tony Berger to my left. Hey there. And one big old football split in the uprights right there, Mr. Sam McMahon. Howdy. How's it going over there? Good. Good. Thank you. We, well, Sam was, Tony made Sam come, I think, or something. I was looking for something to do after Spanish class. Oh, there you go. How's that Escuela de España fucking, I don't know, whatever. How's that going? Bien. (laughs) Bien. Adonde está. Did, Did we talk about your... Crazy motorcycle Love ride you were planning last mm, podcast. Don't uh, think we did. Mentioned it, but we touched it. Broad stroke it because I, it's a it's a grand adventure if indeed it can be pulled off with and, current state of affairs of world bullshittery. Yeah, and, I've been tracking that. But uh, leave first uh, of January and uh, trailer my motorcycle down to San Diego, where I'll jump on that sucker, ride it through Baja until. I can get the ferry to the Mexican mainland, follow Mexico on the western border, um, down through uh, Guatemala, Nicaragua, Honduras. Nicaragua, uh, Co- am I threatening you? Costa Rica, Panama. I got a, a person lined up to take me on a ferry around the Darien Gap. Uh, that, take, that's one of the big yeah, challenges down there, isn't one. it? Yeah, yeah, for sure. It takes about four days. Probably cost I, me. I did watch many. Long Way Up, and I was yeah. like, yeah. I have they, not they, seen that. Oh, it's worth watching. Um, it's a four-day ferry ride? No. Yeah, that stops at an island for a day. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's, it's a ways. It goes <laughs> oh, all the way from bring Panama the to, to uh, Colombia, which I'll get dropped off in Colombia, and I'll continue on through the western coast of South America, um, Ecuador. I'll hit Bolivia, Peru, Argentina, Chile. And ultimately, the goal is to try to get to the bottom, but... In three months, I really don't know if that's going to happen because, one, I'm going to volunteer with Motorrad Angels, which provides uh, medical supplies, equipment, and sometimes even professionals, like literally throw a doctor on the back of your motorcycle and <laughs> tote them up into the mountains. Wow, that's pretty rad. Uh, Isn't that a great idea? Yeah, so you're, so you're going to use your bike to yeah, facilitate yeah, this? Yeah. And I'll, uh, I'll volunteer wherever they need me. I don't right really on. care. Uh, they got a, they're got they represented in like 37 countries or something. 
so that's big you know spending a decent amount of time at Baja is big I, I always wanted to do that and then the biggest part is Julie will meet me for probably a month I hope uh tentatively Costa Rica you know first of February or so and uh we'll rent a beach house and hang out but all in all the trip will take about three months I bought a uh, specific motorcycle for it, a older Suzuki V-Strom, uh, fairly inexpensive to purchase. Roughly the cost that it'll cost me to ship it home is what I paid for it. So Right, so you're not going to yeah. ship it home, I uh, imagine. Uh, yeah, um, ultimately, <laughs> the plan will be to sell it for pennies when I get to wherever I'm getting to <laughs> and then fly home. Or, I, I almost I mean, think that would be a good service because there's lots of people going north to south and there are people going south to north and yeah. if you could go down there and there was a market for used bikes like that that had just come from the north so obviously yeah. it's battle proven yeah. to then rent it or sell it to somebody going the other direction yeah. I, that's a no-brainer would you buy a bike from a local guy you don't know or from somebody that just rode you know whatever ten thousand miles or whatever it is yeah. uh, website on a bike that made it and is still running well and it's like sorted and all that stuff yeah. that's a no-brainer i do plan on hitting the pan-american highway website as well as horizons unlimited to, to uh present just that uh anybody that wants to do this ride the opposite direction you know, give me some money. Take my bike. I'll give, you your, give me money. I'll give you. I'll give you your money back when you get to my house. Honestly, I, I just. Oh, right on. Yeah, I don't even want rent. It's like a, 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 a ferry service. Yeah, or I, don't, I, I, I don't plan on keeping the bike. I have other bikes to ride, and uh, this one is a tool for the job. So. Right on. Oh, so that idea of kind of ferrying the bike reminds me of the coolest job I ever heard of. My dad had it. He would run Mercedes 300 SL Gullwings from the port of Los Angeles to Salt Lake City where the dealer was, and they'd drive them that whole way. <laughs> I believe they were good for at least 155. Oh, would be surprised be. if they didn't tax that at some point. I just thought, what a great job. You go to L.A., you pick up a Mercedes, and you drive it to the dealership. Uh, that sounds lovely. Doesn't it? <laughs> oh, that sounds like fun. And especially in now, they're so iconic. I mean, back yeah. then, they didn't have any clue what it was going to become, probably. Just like another, you know, yep, German. Mercedes, to, another right. German they were, I think they were decent for the day, but they weren't like, oh, my God, it's one of the most iconic cars of all time. It's one of those ones that I think about if I were to go back in time and I could pick out a couple of cars to store. Right on. That'd be, you know, that. And there's a couple others out there that are just stupidly expensive. Well, yeah, I don't know. Hey. Hey, everybody, we got a caller. Hey, welcome to the show, Mr. Caller. What's your name? Can you tell us about that? Have you called in before? What's happening? Hmm. All right. I hear you knocking, but you can't come in. Hmm. What hmm. is the wrong buttons? I don't know. Everything is... We're in a new studio. Yeah, we're... This is, hold yes. on a sec there, sir. We are knocking off rusts. He just said this is good. He doesn't know what's going on here. He's approaching the tea with a great bit of apprehension. Hello, Dave. <laughs> Dave. I don't know. What? What? Shit. Crap. What? Dave is here, Shit. but Dave's not here. And man. And none shall pay. You know what I can do? Give me a, I got a pencil here. Uh-huh. I can just call Dave back and bypass all this. Yeah. Dumb fuckery here. I just have to write his number down. 
you're writing on the your brand new bike packing book. I know this is true. Um, he was like, "What the so, shit?" So what I mean, he literally like took this out of plastic. About Dave, Dave, like, Dave, Dave can hear ago. us, but uh, oh, Dave can hear us. We cannot hear, hear Dave. Us. Why can't we hear Dave? This is bullshit. Dave, thing, 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 thing. Everything thing. plugged in right. Um, as far as I know, I think everything's plugged in right. I don't know. It's the Ooh. same setup we've been using for how long now? All right, all right. Moist is what he said. Off in, in all the way. Is it all in all the way? Is what Tony just said. Sh- you heard it. It's what he said. <laughs> this is um, a kind of a fun yeah. game in a way. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. So instead of mucking about with this, I will just. Uh, Call them direct because oh. that's what we do around here. We roll with the punches. <laughs> he sent me one, two, three different phone numbers. Uh huh. Let's see if this works. I mean, come on. There we go. Hey, noise. Hey, no one's listening. I'm in. I think. Hello. Damn. Is it me you're looking for, Dave? Hello. How are you? <laughs> it's been a long, long Well, I don't know. Some something in our move must have been janked up because we could uh, you could hear us, but we could not hear you. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, well, that's a little bit of a first day in the semi new studio jitters where. Well, we're, you, you warned me. I, I had it. <laughs> oh. Almost spilled my beer. That would be bad. Uh, hey, everybody. It's Dave Slabowski, in case you don't recognize the dulcet, dulcet tones of Seely Dave. Yeah. Yeah. So what uh, What initially, I mean, just to jump right into it, unless you want to get some pleasantries out of the way or whatever, but uh, I, 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 I had seen the thing about the cable uh, pump track, and I'm like, oh, that's got to be sweet. So I wanted to get the lowdown on the pump track. Yeah. Yeah. So um, if if you go on to the, your Google machine and and Google concrete pump track, the first hit is going to be the monster pump track out in San Diego. And and that's about it. So um, we but we now have a concrete pump track up here in our little town of. Cable, Wisconsin, population eight hundred and twenty-five or whatever it is, <laughs> um, and uh, and it's all thanks to Scott um, King of Cable. Uh, that's his uh, Instagram hashtag King Scott King. Um, but if you want to look him up on social, it's it's at King of Cable on Instagram. And, King of uh, Cable. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, his name's Scott like King, the, and he lives in Cable. I like he it. was the smartest guy in the show. He list. was the maintenance guy at the famed um, for the for the uh, skateboard camp at the famed uh, Lake Owen camp summer camp, which which ran for about 27 or 30 years on Lake Owen. This family owned this sports-focused camp. And you could go there and be trained um, in whatever, like, your discipline was, whether it was skateboarding, BMX, like, Nordic skiing, uh, you know, bicycling, all kinds of stuff. They had, like, even, like, Olympic-level coaches and stuff like that at this tiny little um, skate camp and other stuff. But so Scott was the maintenance guy there. So he learned to ride, um, there and 
then he built his own jump line and uh, snowboard park and stuff on his own property, which um, if you want to, and you can put links maybe in the show notes to this stuff that yeah. I just had the, uh, the Dusty Dutchman um, and Fruit Punch were up here and uh, they, they went, they did a really nice video of some of the riding they did at at scott's the pump track wasn't open yet but um but they did ride at scott's i got them hooked up on scott's property and then they rode at the cable bike park which scott built last year so scott has been you know doing that sort of riding for a long time um you know gap jumps and whale tails and all that sort of stuff but there was nowhere here to do it he built his own park at his own property um, but he wanted there to be a place to do it for for everybody else. So he just brought up this four years ago or so. He like approached the town of Cable and said, "Hey, I'd like to build a bike park here in the town of Cable Recreation Park, and uh, par- I'll have a dirt jump park and uh, with some wood features, and then I'll build a concrete pump track." And and they said, "Well, ha- we know you worked at Lake Owen, but have you ever?" built a concrete pump track before and he said no (laughs) Uh, No. but um but they trusted him and he raised the money with the help of a couple other local people that are good at fundraising up here and um raised the money and then invested you know got him and his um and his buddy uh rasta um aka brandon um spent countless hours uh, on this and and that doesn't even count like all the millions of hours spent like trying to convince you know a town that that this would be a good idea getting the town to donate the property for it all that sort of stuff so last year the the bike park opened the plan was always to have a concrete pump track an all-wheel friendly pump track I most pump tracks are right are and, dirt or asphalt right, right and they're high maintenance concrete is low maintenance right. you know it can yep. last for whatever 10 or more years and not have to be ever maintained except to sweep the thing off now and again right and, and asphalt is is less maintenance but it's not as friendly to like skateboards or to scooters right. and stuff like that right so on. i have scars on my arm to prove that one there's black marks <laughs> right. on my right arm from crashing on asphalt for sure Right, right. So he wanted to do it right. Um, and and he did. So I, you know, I, I coincidentally, um, my my daughter is dating uh, a professional skateboarder from Milwaukee, Mitch Schmidt, who, you know, is the guy that runs the brand maintenance at uh, at Four Seasons. And and Mitch went to skate camp with Scott and and worked for Scott. So I had this sort of like weird, even though I'm not a big, you know, I haven't skateboarded since, you know, nose wheelies and um, Kryptonics, you know, <laughs> wheels. All right. And- All right, Stacey Peralta. <laughs> <laughs> you got the resume you know, there, sir. Right, Dogtown and Z-Boys days, you know, um, <laughs> that was my my experience with it. So I'm not a modern skater at all, but um, but my daughter's boyfriend is. And so I had this connection to Scott and... Um, and he just went ahead and did all this on his own. I mean, Canva had nothing to do with it. It was really just Scott's vision. And um, and it's turned out beautifully. That bike park is incredibly popular. Um, it's And it's progressive. So, you know, you can go there with your kid on a Strider bike. And your kid on a Strider bike is going to have fun. And you can, you know, 
take the big blog jump and stuff on like the that. Ride. And, yeah. yeah, I love right. taking my strider somewhere. <laughs> hey, look right. what look what I didn't forget from the other place. I was thinking about it. I was like, "Goddamn, uh, we're, we're, we're we at the top of the hill. We're at, are we the, at the, top the, hill right? the top of the hill. Yeah, we've become the top of the hill." Uh, J- <laughs> J.K. brought our show beer, not necessarily the beer we're going to finish the night with, but it. Tell us a little bit about the beer, J.K. It's part of the Iron Maiden uh, Trooper line. Of course, it is. Uh, it's the Sun and Steel Sake Lager by Iron Maiden. I I like it, and it's, it's kind of low booze holly too. Yeah, J, no, JK hit it perfect. It's old man Iron Maiden. Beer. Yeah, it's Iron Man Iron Maiden I mean, dad, it's beer. dad beer. Yeah, dad yeah, beer. Iron Maiden dad beer. Not it's like, old it's man like, it's, beer. It's, it's like, it's a, so it's you know dad. Like, okay if 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 you have the gluten uh, problem, I don't know. I'm only guessing. Because this it's is a rice. because it's a rice beer, yeah. it might be gluten free. Could be. That's what I'm. It should they, say on the they're bottle. Not, they're they not really make leading into that because it's. I mean, it's the cover art is Bruce Dickinson. Yes, that's it Bruce is Dickinson. A, it is a product of England. <clears throat> oh, uh, Dave, what are you uh, currently imbibing upon in and or? Uh, well, old I, I just came from the. I just had a burger at the sawmill where I had a couple of four twenties, but um, then. Uh, uh, then I uh, came home and uh, I just made myself a uh, uh, Manhattan with with Knob Creek. So <laughs> there you go. good there call. You go. So how so um, how's the website going? Uh, I I'll, I'll put this again in the show notes. Life above eight. Spelled, yeah, so, spelled out um, eight, not the number eight, which isn't right. So thing, but. right. So uh, so I did a little uh, video of the. Um, of the pump track. So if people want to get an idea of what it's like, I, there's a video on uh, linked on my website. Also, I've got a new YouTube channel with all of two videos on it. Yes. I subscribe. (laughs) Thank you guys. Yes. Subscribe. Got to get to a hundred to get that. Wait, what? Let me, let me look it up right now. (laughs) I I saw the call call to arms. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm on it. I'm on it. I'm on it. I'm at like, yeah. Nine ninety-eight views and forty-seven subscribers, or something. But <laughs> I'm a I'm a social media, you know, um, butterfly you know, influencer for sure. But um, no, so I did a little video, and you can find that on Life Above Eight. Um, and it's got some photos of our construction project. I helped out with a lot of the construction during, only during the. I mean, those guys did all the work of moving all the dirt and and building all the forms and putting in the rebar and stuff. And then, but then when it came to pouring concrete, uh, they needed extra people. Sure. Two people weren't enough. So there was a bunch of folks that that joined in and helped. And I did that for a week or two and helped with the, the concrete pouring. And then I, I stick around and helped with the landscaping afterwards. As well. Oh yeah, but, here we go. Hey, you got 768 yeah. views already on this. Thing. Oh, nice. It's better gonna, than I thought. Uh, I, 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 oh, wait, I am oh, an influencer. Stupid. Oh, there we go. Stupid volume. Volume. I thought it was me. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know what? I was so bummed that I let the pump track at the old Rays in Milwaukee Disappear. get out of my view because I wanted to buy that thing and set it up somewhere because it was so badass. Right, it would have had it to be. Was. It would have had to be inside best. though, and it was just finding space for that well, thing was spendy because it was. You know, I know, you, but it would have been possible. It wasn't that big. It would have been possible, and uh, and you know, like there's that one little um, uh, skate. There's that little bowl in the garage in River West. You know, there's that little key club with the skateboard. River West has got that garage with a, it, a bowl of, built in yeah, in um, yeah so you know that would have been you know just needed a, a, a 
three or four car garage or yeah i don't think it would have fit in a two car but you know the the building was so big i think the track is actually bigger than you might think it was yeah it was was probably probably uh, it wasn't the size of a football field or anything it was like a quarter of a football field but at the the peak of that thing it was also like eight feet high Right. Did right. you ever see deep. the construction yeah. pictures of it? Yeah, it was, it was super awesome. kick ass. They they yeah. used every they made a form out of plywood with with the the bowl cut the radius of the thing, changing right. every one of them, and they were only about eight or ten inches apart. They're That's so, why that right. thing was that, so rock solid. It was just awesome. Right. Incredible. That's the way you got to do it. And I don't remember crashed. if they built it with skate light or, or what they used. Uh, but, some uh, some dude from Milwaukee, I believe. In fact, I'm trying to track him down so we can build one in our, our new cavernous space. Well, hey, you know, that's what Mitch does. And Mitch is my my daughter's uh, boyfriend, Mitch Schmidt. I can't remember his hashtag or whatever it is. But um, he's sponsored by Skate Light. So, oh, right on. Uh, and he built, so yeah, I can hook you up with. We should with at least that if, at least get a conversation going because yeah. I'm sure it's not going to be cheap. But I want to figure out how it makes sense to do it and not lose my draw ass some income on in this place too. Right, right. Well, and, it, well, it, this, it this place is so cool because there's so much going on here, and we have an opportunity to take over another like fifty thousand square feet on the other side of the alley from us. Oh. So it's oh, like, it's well, let's cool. get this place going. Yeah, absolutely. Well, let me hook you up with Mitch, and uh, and he can give you some ideas. You can private message me on that. Yeah, I will. I will. <laughs> so, but, I, um, so yeah. So the skate. So the pump track is open now. It's it's wildly popular again, uh, just like the the bike park is. And um, and three cheers to our king of cable for, for you know. You look at it and all the the effort for for weeks and weeks that those guys were out there, and he's got his own skid steer and all that sort of stuff that he's using. But um, but really, if you've done any of these things in the past, like what people don't realize is the three years of of meetings and and keeping your mental energy, you know, going. Yeah, for sure. When people look at you like you're crazy. And you want to do this and it's what's your motive? What's, what do you get, get out of this? All that sort of thing. Altruism, baby. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Three cheers to Scott and Rasta for, for making that happen. Yeah. That's, that's fantastic. I just, I, I, you know, you were uh, saying how long it takes to plan and this and that. And my son is 15 right now and he's already Basically, all he has to do is his project to be an Eagle Scout. He's already completed every other one at 15, which is like, you know, a couple really of years, young, yeah. couple of years right, in advance. Yeah. But he's going right. to he's gonna just kind of coast. And then I'm like, dude, at least do something today. Call the county or send him an email and ask them because he wants to do a bike shelter on the Oak Leaf Trail. And I'm like, that's a yeah. big endeavor. Some of the other Eagle projects that have gotten kids Eagle in our troop are much less strenuous than that by a long ways. And I'm like, you know, that's that that's raising money, that's coordinating construction, well, here, it's all sh- that stuff, you know? Well, I got a shortcut for you in that, too, if he wants to do something like that. <laughs> yeah, let's, let, let's, let's get Dave he, on all of our problems. <laughs> he should he should talk to uh, Amelia Cagle because the, the Cagle Foundation put up all those signs and stuff like that. Oh, and they've got a, a good suggestion. I'm glad you called today because that is a fantastic <laughs> yeah, idea. Yeah, totally. I mean, it'll, I, short, it'll shortcut all kinds of things to just talk to her. 
Well, I don't want it just to be because he knows somebody kind of thing, though, because I know no, you. No, he he's knows, still going to have to do. He's still going to have to do the work. You know? really. Okay. <laughs> no, you just have to be playing the show in is. Oh, I'm just editing it. Oh, wait, you should listen to the sound quality and the content here, boy. And then you listen to it, and the bug is in the ear. If, if he listened to this show, he'd probably disown me as a dad. <laughs> I'm pretty sure of that deal. I don't know. I was, oh. I was just spitballing. All right, Dave. So I got, I got one other little bit of news. Okay. Uh, so bikepacking.com, Logan Watts from bikepacking.com. Um, thanks to Logan for finally publishing my waterfall route. So, oh, right on. So, well, so this is like 384 a, mile route is on bikepacking.com and it, it people has, can. It has been referenced several times in things I've seen already. And I think that's fantastic, dude. Yeah. Well, that, that website is get so much reach, you know, it's, it really is the, the place to, to look. So, so, I mean, I've got a lot of those routes on my life above eight website as well. Um, but I don't have the worldwide reach that, that those guys do. So, right. so thanks to Logan and, and all the uh, Lucas and and all the guys at bikepacking.com for so sharing that. Is one of those guys does he own a publishing company or something cuz I just got the bikepacking journal number 6 which by yeah. the way I wrote your phone number on the cover of it and I haven't even opened the magazine up yet <laughs> just in case I had to call you back cuz of our uh, technical shenanigans but he, I mean these things are like you know, it. what is it, 60 bucks a year to be a member of this collective? Yeah, of the and, collective. I mean, these two uh, are at least worth half of that money, if not more. Plus, the, you use the, the site all the time. It's like, really, go ahead and support these guys. I mean, I'm, I, I just, they do such a good job. They do what I'd like to do, but don't have the other three guys yet that can really kind of push this thing forward, you know? Look at how well, so, he's looking at us. So the guys guys started, <laughs> those guys have real jobs. They're not going to help on some money-losing project. The, the guy that started bikepacking.com was, was Logan Watts. And and Logan it was an industry guy, and he's got design background and stuff like that. He also knows code and things like that. So so although it's a WordPress-based website, it's heavily, you know, customized. Yeah, for sure. Logan, Logan can do all that. And he's a pretty good designer as well. Um, and then That's he partnered with him. a number he can of... do everything. <laughs> I know. He partnered with another, with a bunch of other very talented guys. And relative to the journal, um, Lucas Winsenberg who was a Minneapolis guy for a long time, lived in Berlin. I'm not sure where he's living right now. Uh, but Lucas published that, that um, God, I can't remember the name of it, but it was a similar thing. Like it was like an inch thick, like worldwide travel, um, you know, bikepacking, uh, touring um, annual that, that Lucas published out of, out of Minneapolis. So I think between the two of them, um, those guys have, have got all the, you know, the tools necessary to produce yeah. something. I mean, they as, smell as good, good Dave. Do. Open it up and I know. smell it. It just smells good. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God, is that thing smell? I know. You wrapped it. I got a new you, thing you, that's yeah, going to make me happy for I a week. I haven't got mine yet. You handed it to me. I haven't got mine yet, but like, the yes, mail's a little slower up oh, yeah, here. Yeah, you're so. up in rural bumblefuck up there. So Yeah, right. So, uh, right on, man. Well, thank God you uh, had the time to call in today because otherwise it would have been us looking at Sam and stuff and... Well, and Greg. That Kaiju. <laughs> oh! Yeah. Oh, well, okay. That Kaiju. First of all, we could bring a couple of things up Arongo. real quickly. Arongo. Uh Die Kaiju on the 18th, September 18th. Uh, that would be s- tomorrow. Uh, in, and uh, tonight 
is El Rongo. El, El, El Rongo, Rongo which I also uh, sent a note to um, Mr. Scanlon to say, can we put one of your songs at the end of our show? And he said, Barry said yes. And he said, uh, yeah, uh, I'll send you some. Okay. So there should be a El Rongo tune for the end of the show. Oh, yeah. For people Yo. that don't nice. have the scruples to see... Daikaiju, there is also the Flaming Lips playing at something. Fun. And also David, uh, not David Byrne, fucking <laughs> Jerry Harrison and Adrian Ballou. Yeah, there's some great blah, shows. Blah, all at the same but, fucking time. But it's they always ruin it by doing that. Exactly. Daikaiju. All right, Dave, thanks very much for okay, guys. calling in. And we'll all talk right. to you within four weeks. Otherwise, you're fired from this show. Right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right, man, all right, thank boys. you. All right, bye. Good Later. night. <clears throat> Dave, uh, Seely Dave, Seely Dave, Dave Slabowski up there from uh, Northern Wisconsin. I keep sniffing. Sniff, you know what? I keep it, sniffing on his Airbnb list because oh I'm God, looking at dude. something else. And I'm now you have like, another reason to go up there: the pump track and yeah, fucking yeah, cable, exactly. which I'm is just like, not very oh, far away. Is that where you visited a few mm. weeks ago? Oh, we're about to go. Yeah, it's been a bit, but yes. Okay. And I would go up there, and I told Dave this. I said, Dave, can I live in this place and never ever go home? And he's like, if that's what you want. And I said, you are so fucking tempting me on this. <laughs> no doubt. Uh, I don't know. I mean. Uh, I mean, just, yeah. The, the pictures just do a little I, I don't know if, to me. I don't know I'm if like, I would just do it on my own or Wendy could come up there. I'm not even really sure. I'm like, I was so happy up there. And, and you know, it's been a kind of a bummer last, you know, year and a half. Right, right. Plus, and. Not just because of, you know, whatever's going on with the whole world, but in my world, things have been kind of, you know, messed yeah. up too. And when I was up there, I did not have a care in the world. And I'm like, I'm not going to answer calls. I'm not going to do anything. And I'm just going to exist up here. Great time. It is a great spot to exist. There you go. And you know what? In the winter, I've been up there about 500 times in the winter too. It's awesome. <laughs> or just quiet. The only thing I do not want to do up there ever is put up fucking line in the water and try and catch a fish. Well, it's not my thing either, but I understand. Oh, I'll fish. blast some shit that's running with horns on or whatever. I don't want to do that, not, but there are fish monitors and restaurants. Ain't fishing. Oh, well, if we actually had to catch them, then prepare them, then eat them, that's not a bad idea. Yeah. That yeah. sounds like a lot of work. Right? When I could just all right, Sam. Thank God you sat there the whole time and barely said a word. Although it's, you did, I you did at the beginning. Yeah, you did kind of do the opening of the show. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so here's okay. Where were you? What I wanted. Where were one you of the reasons why the I even wanted Sam to have a headset on his helmet is that he is uh, doing a uh, at least participating in the judging. organizing and or judging of. A strongman sanctioned competition at Black Husky, which obviously everybody knows is our favorite beer. Uh, but yeah, Phil, so this is the 25th? The 25th of this month, yes. Yep. September uh, 25th. Black Husky is on the corner of Bremen and Locust in uh, our former home, River West. Well, we're still in River West, I guess, but we're not on, yes. the, lo we're not on the Locust crappy street part of River West. Anyway. Uh, the yeah, brewery's so awesome because that corner's good. Low, low flow. Twenty fifth of this month, uh, Tim and Tony asked me to help to, to help to run to donate some equipment, 
and to do some judging. Uh, I'm no longer involved in the in the strongman world, but if friends ask, I will help them. So anyway, so do you judge? So, so like, do you judge like when we're at Nomad and stand on the corner and just judge everything that goes by? It's like <laughs> you judge the judging only, only if they're lifting something. Oh, there you go. Okay, uh, so there are criteria yeah, so for the, judging. The, it'll, and it'll be it's not a, full inception. It'll be kind of a, a local level type contest um, with different weight classes, and they'll have beginner, intermediate. Um, but there'll be five events. One will be a tire flip, actually keg carry and tire flip. So keep again, why don't they just roll the fucking tire? Be way easier. No, yeah, I, cool. I saw some of the uh, I saw some of the training videos yeah. um, in Hall. Like, I, I get I get it, but man, yeah, the, my, my damn the, back, the man, tire, my damn the caveman back had freaking wheels and they rolled them. Was they hurting watching them. it. Stop it! Let him finish. Because you're not doing it right. I know. Uh, <laughs> this I know. Flat back, butt down. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> but yeah, the the tire weighs about six hundred for the for the men. Um, the keg will weigh I'm not sure, maybe it's two hundred or two fifty. Have to carry the keg, drop the keg, and flip the tire back. And then after that, they'll have to. I think they're doing a farmer's walk, which will be X amount of weight in each hand, kind of like carrying a milk milk jug on a farm. Mm. Uh, if for the heavyweight men, it'll probably be. A, like 290 in each hand maybe 250 uh, i'm not sure that's not very much that's a lot for me <laughs> no it's not. i feel that's like not I would, if i dropped much. it in my foot it would it's, be bad it's all about the training that you put in ahead of time it is that is not a significant amount of weight um does take a strong grip and then there will actually be a beer stein that he had made all right okay um, let, let me pause you right here because this is a pimping out our location here, podcastmke.org, in our little thing here. And they're not there right now, right next door, right through this concrete wall is the House of Rad. And those guys, even though they play music extremely loud, and it would be very interesting to try to do a podcast with it, made that Stein. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Oh, and, and, okay. and so, Tim, I, he had picked it up, and he was rolling out of the gate, and I was coming in, and I'm like, what are you doing here? Delivering beer, I hope? He's like, nope. <laughs> so uh, he, we got out of the things, and I I held the thing. Yeah, like pretty it, cool. It's this huge Stein, and you got to hold it out in front of you for as long as you can. Kind Correct. Of deal. Nice. Just like the whatever's the one-arm thing that yeah, Nor- whatever yeah. Norwegians or whoever. And it'll, they'll have, uh, it'll have the ability to be plate-loaded, so you can drop five-pounders in there. Oh, jeez. Oh, I, I can drop oh. five-pounders in somewhere, I'll tell you that. Um, and then be, uh, it was hey, hot. a little bit hot there, it Rob. It was hot Don't dog day two days ago, I tell you. There'll be uh, overhead press, and then everybody's favorite, there'll be Atlas Stones. Mm. Um, what, so what is the largest Atlas Stone for the three and a quarter? strongest individuals? At just, your, just to, oh, for, well, at for, the, you're going to use in this contest. For this contest, uh, we, we would top out you know, your first guess, a little bit oh, over three. three and a quarter, okay. probably okay. 350. My Stone Series... Um, goes from 170 to 425 and are they all the same diameter no uh, no so the heavier they get the bigger they are because you can't just load them with gold or something to Uh, make them heavier we do (laughs) add some lead shot to some of them to make them heavy because sometimes to get heavy enough to challenge you they get so big you can't reach your arms around them so there are certain molds that we'll add lead shot to but these guys they won't need it you know, <laughs> yeah, you, like you said, it's kind of an amateur level, yeah, uh, local amateur competition, level, and local, that's local to that's awesome. Four hundred pounds. My my heaviest one's four and a quarter. 
Um, yeah, every 30 pounds from 170 to 425. And, wow. Uh, so, but anyway, there'll be six of them. We got whiskey barrels that they'll load them on to. Uh, it'll be cool. That's everybody's favorite. But in addition to that, he'll have food trucks there. Obviously, plenty of beer to drink. And That's all the Oktoberfest celebration. Yeah, yeah, the and, street and, will be closed. It'll be good. And uh, it'll be a fun Oh, time. it's going to be a kick-ass time. Yeah. Well, I got yeah. a bunch of people from work coming. There's actually an event on the... Really? Uh, so I can talk bad work? about you? You can. <laughs> they won't believe you. But, yeah, they will. Yeah, no. Um, oh, trust sure. me. They will. All right, but Tony. Yeah, Tony's trying to pass electrical inspection. JK's uh, contemplating kicking his job in the fucking ass. Sam's going to do this judging thing. <laughs> what are you doing, Greg? Just, or just, Sven? just trying to get the electricity. Yeah, just trying to get electricity place. turned That's on. That's all I'm trying to do. Although we did get mailboxes today, which is nice. Big fucking deal. Let's get I... some work Hey, you got to appreciate the brass on the. Oh. Titanic sometimes. All right, then, no, everybody. No, that part. <laughs> I don't even, what button do I push again? I think I have one of them. One. I'm going to push this button right here and see what's up. Here. Thank you, everybody. Thanks, Sam, for other... being on the show. Thanks, JK and Tony, for even doing 130 of these for some dumbass. Wow. I'm going to play. <laughs> I'm going to play some Iron Maiden. Iron Maiden. <laughs>